We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome to the first episode of Corn Nation's newest podcast of Bangerangs and Daggers, in which we will be focusing on Nebraska basketball, or as we like to call it, Nebraska ball. My name is Patrick Gerhardt, and with me is Nate McHugh. Nate, how are you tonight? Great, except for I would pronounce it McHugh, not McHugh. McHugh, McHugh yeah. I, I screwed that one up. I, You know what, and I've <laughs> called you McHugh before. For some reason, I went with McHugh, to, McHugh tonight. And as we're recording this, it is night. It's Monday night. This will go out on a Tuesday, hopefully morning. But uh, yeah, sorry for the butchering of your last name, sir. You are you are a coordination football guy, but we're bringing you over to basketball. Can you explain that a little bit? Well, actually, when I joined uh, coordination, John didn't really give me a job. Um, I told him I didn't know if I could do basketball because I'd be because I'm a high school basketball coach, and I told him I'd you know look into it and the fo- football season rolled around and he asked does anyone do does anybody want to do the five to win column the weekly column and nobody said anything and said sure I'll do it and ever mind you this is back when Riley was still coach right yes yes so I, so, so five to win was a little tough yes uh <laughs> yes it was really tough um, there, there were weeks where there was not a single reason why we should win the game, but I have to write the column and I would con- continue to get emails from readers telling me how, well, I, I can't believe you're a journalist. They should stop paying you to write this. Um, cause you have no idea what you're talking about. And, you know, we have no chance to win. And I'm like, my response is the same every time, especially if it's a the opponent that's uh, emailing me, uh, a fan of the opponent, and I uh, say I write the same column every week, regardless of opponent. So, and for those of you out there who aren't familiar, Coronation does a five to win and a five to lose. So there's always a companion, and there's always it's usually two different guys writing it. Correct? Yep, yep. It's been uh, and it was almost as if people read one and not the other. So they could not compare and contrast the two whatsoever, it seems like. Is that right? Yeah, actually, when I, I mean, a couple of years before I even joined on, I remember seeing the five to lose, and a friend of mine sent it to me. I'm like, why, are we, why is someone writing this? You know, and it just happened, you know, a couple of years later. Eh, I can see why. You know, it gets people riled up. It, you know, people click on it for sure. And, you know, John warns that whoever does the five to lose, you're going to get hate mail. And, of course, you always get hate mail. Guaranteed, no matter what, you're you're gonna get hate mail, even five to win, because you especially get the opponents, you know, riding on the other side, right? Yeah, when when we played Oregon, oh man, it was, I got emails, I got um, people found my Twitter account, and they <laughs> and they DM me to tell me how how stupid I was, especially after we lost. And then that's when they always come out, and um, you know, like I wronged them in some way, and then I tell them. I write the same column, regardless of opponent, and you know, there we go. 
depending on opponent, you probably put a lot of work into it, especially those games where we really had no reason to win, correct? Yeah, I would be uh, driving down. I, for whatever reason, I remember the week we played Ohio State. Um, I was listening to the radio, and I um, stopped for Taco Bell, actually. And some rid- ridiculous point popped in my head. Um, I might have heard one stat on the radio. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go with that. And it might have been, you know, Ohio State's top two defensive linemen were injured that game, even though they had eight behind them that are better than any defensive linemen we had. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to plug it in, and there we go. So, And honestly, I'm not going to lie. They're always usually pretty good articles, if anything, entertaining, considering uh, some of those opponents we played, like Ohio State, were not exactly the most well-matched. But anyway, this is a Nebraska basketball That's podcast. basketball, man. This is basketball. Yeah, go figure. John. John Dam Johnson, our our fearful leader of Cornation, the founder of Cornation, likes to make fun of us when we uh, bring in football into basketball. But we did it early because that's kind of what brought you on here. But we're over on Nebraska basketball now, and you you're a coach, right? Yeah, I've uh, I think this will be my eighth year coaching. Um, I boys high school basketball, right? Yeah, boys high school. Um, this next year, I haven't signed the contract yet, but I might be the, I guess the second assist or the first assistant, I guess, um, for the varsity squad. I'll never be the head coach because I'm not a teacher, and you know, like you and I, we both have private jobs, and so lucky enough that I, my occupation is flexible enough that, you know, I can coach. So, and how long have you been coaching again? But I think this is gonna be my eighth year. Eight years high school boys basketball coach. Did you have any prior experience before that? Um, not really. Uh, I mean, besides playing and just being really interested in basketball and trying to learn. But yeah, I mean, it's you're constantly learning and finding out that you don't know much at times, and then you you know sometimes you do. And no matter what, you know, when you lose a game, you can walk by a fan and they'll tell you how stupid you are and that happened a couple times last year so it's that's just part of the deal you know Nebraska boys basketball can be a little ruthless when it comes to the uh, the spectators yeah so if, if anybody can attest to but uh no you you have a little bit more than that don't you because you played in high school correct yes but you also didn't you play in college oh i, I mean i played like I, I always say it's a year and a half i played about a year and a half i wasn't any good um i was too short um i could really shoot the ball but you know, I was six three, and I was kind of a three or four, and that's you know too short. <laughs> I mean, three, six three is short for a point guard now, so um, that's okay. I mean, I, and then I realized when I got my first uh, set of grades, and I saw my GPA, and I said this isn't going to work. So if I'm going to go to law school, there's no way. Time to uh, time to hang up the sneakers and uh, hit the books a little bit harder. Yeah, I like it. and I you know. I tried. <laughs> hey, I got no, in law you, school, so hey. You went, yeah, no, you you definitely made the right path, and uh, you know you, you're still young, you're still athletic, right? You can still play on the weekends, correct? I have not played in years. Okay, never mind. All right. Yeah, I, yeah, not in years. Oh man, not I, even uh, like alumni tournaments. They they used to have alumni tournaments here, and they don't anymore. Uh, really? We got into fights when I played with some of the older guys, and. Really, had to get pulled off, and then the, you know the, the administration said it's not worth it. So that's all right. It's yeah, I don't know. 
but you're the one who writes about basketball, though. I do. I do. I'm, I'm, if anybody follows Coronation, they know why I'm here. I've been writing for a little over four years now for Coronation on, on Nebraska ball. So, but, you know, if, you, if you're a follower of Coronation, there's only so many writers. And the last couple of years, we've had a couple of young guys come on board to help out. Cade and Mitch. Cade's just graduated. If you read today's uh, Flakes article, uh, he's looking for a job if anybody's hiring. And then we have Mitch, who's currently in high school and is looking for a college to go to. I think he's decided by now. I haven't heard from him in a while, but both have been great writers. But we definitely need more Nebraska basketball writers. So if anybody out there wants to write, let us know. But yeah, no, I'm the Nebraska basketball guy, and you know, for a long time. Coronation has had a really, really good podcast that hit all Husker sports, and that's a Five Heart podcast. Um, founded and edited and all that other fun stuff by the great Greg Ahachiko. I probably butchered his last name. I think I usually do. Um, but he's been a longtime podcaster for Coronation, does a great job. Uh, he is kind of the high priest of podcasting, as I like to call it. And... SB Nation started amping up their podcasting, and it was time for, for us to branch out. And that's when I contacted you, said, hey, you've got, uh, you've got good experience. You can talk the nuts, the X's and O's, the nuts and bolts better than I can, I think. And uh, it's time to start a Nebraska ball podcast. You know, the bad thing about Slack, it's almost like a, um, a lazy version of Snapchat, is, you know, when you DM someone, it disappears after a while. I don't know if it's a couple of days or what. Because yeah. I'd love to. Because I'm pretty sure if you go back to, I mean, you you DM me and you say, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast?" And I think my answer might have been, "Sure." You know, you and I both listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, we, we've actually written. We we did a small roundtable. It was just me and you. It wasn't very well received about podcasts. I remember that. Yeah, about and, a year uh, ago. I think we we're looking for a post-season content and yeah we did what we could yeah and and uh so i said yeah and that was pretty much it It wasn't like oh well, what are we gonna do and i knew it was gonna be about basketball and so you know i if i don't get to write about it, at least i get to talk about it and exactly i mean you can yeah. always write about it if you want but you know no, you it, takes, a, it takes me too long to write so well and, and you do and you do a good job with football so we don't want to stretch it too thin don't well, want to stretch it too thin well, that's right. No, that that's kind of how we started. You know, it's it's time to branch out on Coronation. Uh, had a lot of good support from everybody there, and uh, hopefully this goes well. But yeah, we've we got together. We decided to come up with names. Looking through names, name Nate threw a ton of names at me, and one probably of them close, stuck probably out. Probably close to hundred. I probably threw about hundred at you. And yeah, and I, I think I threw ten, maybe if even, <laughs> and. You know what it came down to is I've got a huge affinity for Kent Pavelka. You you've got a big huge affinity for Kent Pavelka, and two words that he uses throughout his broadcast. If you are smart enough to listen on the radio, is bangerang and daggers. So when it came to the title, you shot out bangerangs and daggers. I uh. I know you, you, you read a lot of books. I, I try to read a lot of books. I, I threw an of on front of it to make it sound a little bit more literary. I thought I could be wrong. I could just be making it worse. And we came up with of bangerangs and daggers. Yeah, I, and, I, I, I remember I was in the, in the gas station listening to a play-by-play, and 
Um, he dropped. I mean, everyone who listens knows about Bangarang. You know, Banger. You know, everyone knows that. I think it's like three or four using it. Yeah, he hasn't used it terribly long. Yeah, and so, but then he threw out daggers because I'm like, okay, we can't just do Bangarang. You know, then he threw out dagger. I'm like, wait, Bangarangs and daggers. You know, it's kind of a play. uh, They're two tools, I guess you could say, in a sense, and. Yeah, and, and I remember I stopped at the gas station and I sent you that message and then I think you I mean you responded pretty quick, you know, and it's like, oh, that might be it. Yeah, it was perfect. It worked well and I think it will work well from here on out. In fact, when we sent out, I think you did an article last week on it mentioning it. Yeah, it was Somebody, my flakes on Friday. Yep. It was your flakes on Friday and Kent saw it, retweeted it, you know, saying basically that he was honored. And uh, basically getting the blessing from uh, from Ken Pavelka himself to move forward with this, you know, and and went back and forth a little bit on Twitter with him. Uh, He wishes his best of luck and hopefully we can honor honor him as uh, as well as he does Nebraska basketball. So we'll we'll see what happened. But, yeah, no, that's basically a 10 minute rundown of who we are, where we're at and where we're trying to go with this thing. But let's you know, I guess it's time to go to the matter at hand nebraska ball if before we get off of kent pavelka nope. you know if, if we're moving further but i was you know i was trying to read up on him i'm like you know where's a a good spot to start and for most things i think it's wikipedia and so i'm like okay I'll, i'm gonna check out his wikipedia stage just kind of get the history and all that he does not have a wikipedia page how really do not, how does kent pavelka not have a wikipedia page i think maybe that's something that maybe one of us, you know, I've never tried to add or change anything on Wikipedia. I think I have a uh, friend who tried to put himself on Wikipedia. I think it lasted about three days. Hey, he was popular for three days then. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fun I, to read. I couldn't believe that Ken Pavel, I mean, of all the random, I mean, if you sit, go to your Wikipedia page, there's a, there's a random page button on the left side. If you know, and you just kick him, start clicking it. And there's so many small things that, you know, that pop up. And how is the play-by-play guy for Nebraska basketball not on there? I have no idea. No, it's a shame. We should probably fix that. And I mean, you know, and Kent would probably appreciate that. <laughs> I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. The university would probably appreciate it too. It'd just be another little area to click on to get back to Nebraska athletics. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought, I couldn't believe that. You know, I thought I wanted to say it before we moved on. So. Yeah. Yeah, learn something new every day, and I did not know he did not have a Wikipedia page. Well, we're going to have to fix that. I think so. we have to fix that. Well, with that said, we're going to take a little break here and hear from a word from our sponsors. Wasn't that delightful? We're back. We're, we're back. Nate, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nate, you oh, ready yeah. to move on with our topics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk Nebraska ball. Well, Nebraska ball. A lot of things are changing. A lot of things have changed. Tim Miles is no longer the coach. We've got former Iowa State alumni, NBA basketball coach for the Chicago Bills, Fred Hoiberg, as our head coach. I mean, first off, Nate, what are your thoughts about this? Um, I, th- I think, first, that we have possibly in the history of Nebraska athletics have hired the most um, – successful or uh you know coach you know in the history of nebraska um 
all of our greats, you know, were probably didn't go the, you know, the equivalent of the Sweet 16, you know, NCAA's NBA coach, you know, um, with the Chicago Bulls. And, uh, you know, Osborne wasn't that. He was already here. Um, so I, I think it's kind of crazy that probably the – John considers Nebraska basketball to be at one point before um, Hoiberg was hired to be the worst Power 5 basketball program in the country. And that's and, that's that's coming from John, so you got to take it within context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can yeah, be but, a little bit of a downer. Love the guy, but he can be a little bit of a downer. <laughs> and, and his only argument, though, is that because we, I think, we're the only Power Five that has not won a tournament game. And so, True. thank you, Northwestern. Yeah, you know they could have hung out with us for a little longer, but you know that they left. But smart kids figured it out sooner or later. Uh, so then when you, then you get. Hoiberg, who I thought he was, I even think he was a long shot. I thought he was, you know, not even on the radar. And he was, he would have been my number one. And this was before Tim Miles was fired. You know, we, you know, you and I both liked Tim Miles. Um, Very much so. Huge for everybody who listens. We are both huge fans of Tim Miles. Yes. No disrespect to the guy at all. Yes. It just didn't work out. But just like whenever any, you know, coach is, you know, on the hot seat. I mean, you, people just talk. And so it's, well, if you fired, you know, Tim miles, then who are you going to get to replace him? And I thought, oh, I have, I have no clue. You know, Hoiberg is, I think he was, yeah, he was fired at the time. And I'm like, and he, wouldn't that be crazy if we got Fred Hoiberg? I mean, he has already been so su- successful and, we got him. I couldn't believe it. You know, I just, I still almost like think, you know, get up and leave for uh, Arizona when Sean Miller gets can, but, um, Oh, you know, hope not. Cause if he does, then we are truly cursed, but yeah. So what, 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 what do you think? I mean, I was, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, he comes in, Nebraska's done very well either on bringing up coaches while they're young within the, the system or bringing him in majors and among multiple sports. He is, you know, you're right. He is the first major coach we've had that has been successful at the college level, has done an okay job at the, at the NBA and has come in with a track record that, that merits a high salary and a lot of praise. We're not used to that. We're used to pulling, you know, mid majors who's had some success and, you know, throwing them in the meat grinder and seeing what they do. Uh, not all of our coaches, especially within basketball has had, the money and resources to play with that he will have uh, throw on the fact that he does have a pretty proven record. Um, he should, he should be a good coach. He should be a very, very good coach. Uh, he's already shaken up quite a bit, which we're going to get at here soon. Um, the biggest thing with him is that he, he did well at Iowa state with transfers. And if you've been paying attention to Nebraska basketball lately, there's been a lot of moving and shaking within our system. I mean, as of now, from all the guys from last year, we still have Amir Harris, Karen. He, he might not even. Be, I mean, th- th- that's kind of an awkward thing. He, uh, but he's still there. He's still here. Yes, he's still. That's that's. He's that's still right. here. Carrington Davis, Deshaun Burke Jr. is still here. Isaiah Roby is still technically here, even though he's testing the waters in the NBA. All right, you're gonna help me with the Icelandic dude, right? Oh, Thor. No. 
Thoriar Thorbjarnarson. We're going to know your name, dude. You've committed to oh, State of Nebraska. We are going to commit to pronouncing your name properly. I promise you. Did you see his tweet? When he was, I actually didn't entirely understand what the tweet is about, but it was from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, that's great. It was, I, I think it was the scene. Have you seen the movie? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the movie. It's the scene where he, DiCaprio's committing to staying, you know, how the, I think the S, SEC or whatever was coming down on him, that part of the movie, and he starts thumping his chest in front of everybody. Was it that scene? Yeah, I think so. Yep. And yeah. then he gets the whole place going nuts. Yep. Yep. That was the scene. So, but no, he's, he's fully on board. Um, just last. Brady Hyman, the pride of Springfield, Nebraska, didn't work out. Um, Akol Arop. Arop, yep. Yep, he is staying. We've got him. Uh, and then there's a bunch of guys who just came in. Um, Delano Baton, he's a six foot eight guard. Uh, Hanef Cheatham. Yeah, yeah, I think that's six foot, I think six, that's... six guard, and another tall guard. Uh, Gervais Green, a junior six foot three guard. He's out of Denver. Uh, Matej Kavas, new guy. He's from Slovenia, six foot eight, two hundred pounds. We need to put about fifteen pounds on him. Cam Mack, a new one. He's six foot two guard, a little bit smaller guard there. And here's one. Here's one that kind of snuck under the radar. He's a walk on. I didn't realize this until recently. But he's from Omaha, more specifically Elkhorn, not to, you know, to make sure nobody from Elkhorn gets offended, because some in Elkhorn still don't like to be called Omaha, correct? Oh, I yeah. I mean, yeah. it was kind of against their wishes. So. Exactly. Well, it always is. But Jace Pietkowski, you know whose son that is? I think his name first name starts with an E. Eric. Um, that's Eric. Eric's son. Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's Eric's son. I, I had no great. idea. Eric Pajakowski's son is walking on to Nebraska. He's six foot four, buck seventy five. He doesn't weigh that much, uh, but he's a guard. Oh, he better be able to shoot the crap out of the ball. Well, his dad did. Yes, his dad did, which is which will be great. If if he he's got the height, if he could put on about twenty pounds, let's say, you know, get in the weight room, you know, get under get get under some Husker power, uh, hit the training table hard, eat some steak, you know, he he could be a threat out there. I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never seen the guy shoot. In fact, I didn't even know he was walking on until probably in the last three, four days. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't get to pay too much attention to Class A um, basketball. I assume that's Class A. Is Elkhorn South or just Elkhorn? I think so, yeah. I, uh, let me check here. But, you know, I'm, I haven't even heard of him. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> like I didn't know there was a Piakowski in Omaha. That was... I didn't, until this past week, I didn't either. Yeah, I so, have no idea. I feel bad because you know it's 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 Eric's son. <laughs> we should yeah. know this stuff. Yeah, and he's probably at the games, you know, and you know people probably walk up to him and you know ask him if he wants to be the next basketball coach in Nebraska. Well, not anymore, but no. Well, we also got another walk on today. Today, uh, yeah, we got one out of uh, at a uh, Pius, right? Lincoln yep, Pius, e- easily. Yeah, I think I might. There's a lot of Easleys. They have come out of Pius, and I, really? I played at Westland. I paid. I played with one of them. His, my, could be a cousin, could be a brother, and they're Easleys even before him. I mean, so there's, I mean, it's a long basketball be, name in Lincoln. Then yes, he he must be a pretty good player because I mean, 
people were talking about, you know, this isn't a regular walk-on. It's a, well, it's a preferred walk-on, but, you know, he's probably a Division One. He could have got, you know, some Division One offers. Maybe he did that he could have taken. And he decides he wants to come to Nebraska, which, hey, that's great, you know. I, I think and, someone said we, we might have four Nebraskans on our team in two years. I that'd think. be huge, which is yeah. more than we've had in like 20, I think. But he, he came, he had another walk on uh, Creighton, so we stole him from Creighton. And he had some interest from South Dakota State, Idaho, and SIU Edwardsville. Well, if you can ever steal some from Creighton, that's a good thing. Yeah, no, a little in-state rivalry. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. But, you know, he's a Lincoln kid, so, you know, I, I think we we had probably the upper hand on that. And he probably saw where the program was and seeing Hoiberg there just probably got him energized to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to spur Creighton. I'm going to pass up on some scholarships and I'm going to play for Nebraska. You know, Hoiberg probably good. told him, right? <laughs> yeah, probably straight up. <laughs> he, he probably said, Hey, you realize I replaced McDermott at Iowa state, right? There you, he did. You don't want to go there. You, you want to yeah. come here. And I, I replaced think, that guy. And not only that, like I, I remember when he was hired by, Iowa State. He came out of, I want to say, the front office of the Timberwolves, if I remember right. He was done playing basketball. He was front office there, and he'd never coached. And I remember thinking, man, Iowa State, I know he went to, I know he went to school there. He played there. He's, you know, good basketball player. That rarely works out. This is not, like, I did not think hiring him as a head coach right away was a good move at the time. Man, was I wrong. <laughs> He, he did a phenomenal job at Iowa State, and hopefully he does even better here in Nebraska. But back to back to the roster, who on here right now are you the most interested in? Who do you think is going to make a major impact, um, at least out of the new guys? I think, oh, man. Uh, it's, you know, Cam Mack is, everyone's assuming he's going to be our starting point guard for the next three years. And... You know, I think he's a little small. Um, I think he's six two. Buck seventy five. Oh, that's really small. He and needs a mistake. I think he needs to be over two hundred pounds. But you know, and I'm thinking about you know Big Ten basketball. You know, bigger guards and, uh, but he can get by guys. And I think he can a playmaker. He can. Uh, his shooting is getting better. You know, I saw earlier this week that. He works out twice a day um, wow. shooting. And the second workout, I think he said, starts at 1030 at night. And, I mean, that's kind of like Kobe territory, except for his start at like 3 in the morning. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how many kids are going to go, you know, getting shots twice a day. And, you know, one of them could be 1030 at night, which means he's not doing much else. You know, he's not going to get in trouble, you wouldn't think. You know, He's committed to the game. Yeah, and uh, when I watched of him, he can really get generally he can get by the first defender, and um, that's something you're really going to need um, to break down the defense because Hoiberg wants shooters everywhere, and if Cam Mack, you know, if he if he doesn't need a ball screen to get by a guy, he can just do it himself. I mean, that's gonna you know, someone's got to step off at some point, and you can see that in a lot of the film. You know, a lot of, a lot of times it's a big guy. Steps off to help, and lot. I mean, he's a great passer. He wants to make. He wants. He wants the assist. You know, he wants you. You know, if he gives you the ball, you better shoot it. You know, so. He, yeah. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was gonna say he's he's the guy. He lobs it up. You you hit it out of the park. Oh yeah, you better. Or you're not getting it back. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. No kidding. No kidding. No, I I think you're right. I think he's gonna be a huge asset. Uh, he's got tons of upside. Uh, he's got some time to develop, and I think he needs development. I think that's where Fred's gonna come in and really help him out. I'm not quite sure where he sits defensively, but I think for the way Fred's system is, and and for those of you who aren't familiar. And it's kind of, you know, you mentioned earlier, Big Ten play, Big Ten point guards, bigger, right? Yes. Fred's system is a little bit un-Big Ten. They're faster, they're full court press, and they go the entire game. They're going to run your butt up and down the court, which some teams, especially early on in the season, did well against Nebraska in because Nebraska had a very base system, correct? Yeah, Google. Yeah, I'm like looking at my for the most part. Yeah, you're doing research. Sorry, I'm asking yeah. questions. And I should just be talking. No, I'm sorry. But, no, but it, it it's a lot. It's not what we're used to. It's not what the Big Ten is used to. It's like, uh, oh, well, let's go to our listeners. It's like Scott Frost putting in his offense to the Big Ten. Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah. You know, I mean, I hate to do the parallels. It, it I don't want to make it sound like it's that easy, but in terms of comparison, that's kind of what it is. You're having a very fast-paced offense. Needs the defense, which we'll get to at a later date. But the offense is going to be very fast-paced. A lot of three-pointers, a lot of shooting. They're going to get up and down the court as fast as they can. And, you know, I think camp will develop well in there. The one guy for me that I am really interested in that I was really happy he kept on board is Gervais Green. Um, out of Colorado, I think technically, but uh, recently played for Western Nebraska Community College in Scotts Bluff. Um, got a bunch of offers out of uh, out of his uh, sophomore year at Western Nebraska, and he should be a major contributor early on for Nebraska, um, especially at at the guard position. Uh, he 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 seems like a natural leader, more so than a lot of guys in the court, and it's something that and I'll talk at ad nauseum, but. Um, Something Nebraska's not had on the court for quite some time. I think his skill set fits perfectly. I think he he will be the surprise guy early on for me. Well, you know, um, he's 195 pounds. Uh, I mean, that's a good size. Uh, you say Cam Mack was 175. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, Dre Green. You know, they say he's kind of a combo guard. He could play. You could probably play point. You don't. I mean, you prefer that it be Cam Mack, but Javier Green could play point. Um, you know, for Cam or just you know give him, you know, breaks here and there. But uh, he's he's a the size of a Big Ten guard. So, mm-hmm. and what I was looking up earlier was I want to see you know Cassius Winston from Michigan State. I'm like, yeah, he's a lot bigger than Cam Mack, but he's six one one eighty five. So that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it. I, some reason I thought Cassius. It was over 200 pounds, but um, so, anyways, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Eh? <laughs> yeah, maybe he can't. I know, 175 pounds is really small to me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it is, but, especially for Division One basketball in today's age. Yeah. So, uh, Dre Green, I, th- I mean, he, I mean, if he gets a chance to be to just, he can put it down, and he's going to be a highlight reel. You know, that I think Nebraska basketball fans are are just going to love. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And yeah, no, it's it's it, it's it's going to be an interesting team. It's kind of a jigsaw puzzle in terms of where everybody's going to fit, how they're going to fit and how the system's going to work in the first year. 
especially considering we're not going to know basically what what the opponent's schedule is going to be like until late August, early September. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to this team over the summer and just everything moving forward. Don't you agree? Yeah, I, you know, it's hard to set expectations when you don't know where you're, you know, no. exactly what it's going to look like. So, uh, and you don't never know what they're going to look, you know, I'm interested. I mean, I, they don't have a post player right now, you know, um, especially with uh, Brady Hyman gone, um, you know, what was he? Six ten. I mean, yeah. but he, he, you know, he probably, you know, uh, Hoiberg probably watched a little film of him and said, yeah, I'm sorry, man. Maybe, you know, you're not going to get much playing time with us, but, you know, you, you better be pretty confident that you're going to get some big guys coming in um, if you're sending 6'10 out, you know. So that's one, that's one of the things that's making me a little nervous is that we're getting all these guards, you know, and Matej Kavas is 6'8", and, but he might just be a tall guard. I don't know. I, I, I you, It's hard to get a lot of film for a guy from Western Kentucky, so or Seattle, sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. at Seattle. Yeah. yeah, and I think he'll be a senior this year. I think yeah. he's a graduate transfer, but yeah, no, it's it's tough. It's tough, but no, we've, this is just a start, you know, this is our first podcast. There's a lot to cover. We're not bringing a team in that's come, bringing a lot of veterans back, so we, we've got a whole lot of offseason to talk about this stuff, and we've got plenty more to bring you. We're out of time, Dave. Can you believe it? Yeah, it went by a lot quicker than I thought it'd be. So I thought, you know, we have more to say, but no, I think you're, you know, it's right about half an hour, I think. And yeah. that's what, that and was we'll, our, our first goal, first podcast, do half an hour, and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, once season starts, we'll head up to hopefully an hour, but half hour, 45 minutes from here on out. And for, you know, first podcast, I think this went pretty well, don't you? Yeah. And, you know, for those who are at, wondering what you know what the podcast is going to be, it's gonna, it's if there's basketball to talk about, we're going to talk about basketball. You know, um, if there's a really slow news day, you know, maybe we'll mention some of the other sports. You know, maybe football. I don't know if you'll let me talk about football, but um, <laughs> that's the, that's you know we think it's a niche. We think it's there are Nebraska basketball fans that wish you know there was something like this for them, and that's what we want to do. You know, and we both love basketball. So it's, you know, I think, you know, I think people will like it, you know, stick with us. And I think it's, you know, we're going to keep on doing, you know, doing our best and trying to give the fans what they want. Fully agree. Fully agree. So, well, Nate, we're going to call it a good one right now. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tune in next week and check all of our writings, all of our podcast everything we do at coronation.com hey what's your twitter twitter handle nate uh my twitter handle is n mchugh 85 so it's n m c h u g h 85 and that's my twitter handle and mine is at p-a-t-r-i-c-k-g-e-r-h-a-r-t patrick gerhardt uh best way to follow us we're pretty up to date on it and um yeah you'll get more and more of this as time goes on so Thanks for listening, and hope we'll see you next week.